I don't even know where to begin on this topic. Um, how can, how can, okay, where can I start? Let me, let me start with the headline. Uh, I guess there was this, there was this woman who created a chair that prevents men from man's, from men spreading. And if you aren't familiar with that term, uh, it's, it's a very common thing that men do. Uh, what it is, it's where men, you know, we have our legs, you know, we sit with our legs open, you know, like a V. And this chair that this woman designed, her name is, uh, Layla, what is it? What is it? Layla Laurel. Laurel. Layla Laurel. Um, very, very, uh, nice looking young lady. Um, very pretty, you know, looks, looks to be a little bit, looks to be kind of tall. Um, but this really, I just don't even know what to say about this. Um, let me, let me just read, let me just read this to you guys. A student has designed a chair that could change the way men spread when they sit forever. Layla Laurel from the University of Brighton created a chair that stops man spreading and she's even won an award for it. The 23-year-old won the Belmont Award at New Designs in London after her design called The Solution for Man Spreading won the top craft. It's a simple but ingenious design crafted in such a way that men have to have to sit with their legs closed, preventing the dreaded situation where they spread their legs wide and, and invade people's personal space. She made a second chair for women which encourages them to sit with their legs spread out. Reacting to the prize, Layla said, I'm completely shocked, but very happy and honored to have won the Belmont Award. And I am looking forward to designing with them this year. Layla wanted commissioned to create a product for the hotel and leisure company. The 23 year, 23 year old, she's not, she hasn't been at school for 23 years. The 23 year old student was inspired by men infringing, quote, quote unquote, infringing on her space in public. She said, quote, it came both from my own experiences of men infringing on my space in public and also from the Everyday Sexism Project, which I've never heard of, and I'm probably going to look it up afterwards. A website founded by Laura Bates in which women self-testify about sexism they experience. End quote. Senior architecture and design lecturer at the University of Brighton, Dr. Eddie Elton, said, Over the past month, our students and staff have come together to work tirelessly on its design. Winning the award at such a prestigious event, which is recognized by the professional design community, which is, which was, was an amazing achievement for our students and university. Seeing our students being called to the stage to receive this award is something I will forever be proud of. With my chair set, I hope to draw awareness to the act of sitting for men and women and inspire discussion around this. The judges, the judges called it a bold, purpose-driven design that explores the important role of design in, in informing space, a person's behavior, 
and society issues of today. Okay. So, uh, the, the, the chair, so, you know, you can, you can pick, you can find a picture of the chair. Just look up, um, man spreading chair and this will, this will probably come up. Um, okay. So here's, here, here are problems that, um, I don't think Laura understands. Okay. Uh, she, she's, she's a design major. So she may not, she may not know too much or be familiar with, um, biology, um, anatomy, physiology, and things like that. Um, she just, she just may not be familiar with it and may not understand why we men have our legs open when we sit. Uh, so Layla, let me get, I'm going to give you a little bit of a lesson. Um, you know, us men, we have a penis and testicles dangling between our legs and sitting. I'm right now, I'm currently manspreading. Not, not a lot, but I, my legs are open right now. Um, but when you, when you have, when you have something constantly dangling between your legs, um, it hurts to close it, you know, to close your legs. So it's a neurological response. We don't even try to do it. It's something that we just do. Our bodies just naturally adjust to make, to make our genitalia more comfortable and to make our legs more comfortable. Because what you, because Layla, what you may not understand about, um, the penis and testicles is the testicles are, they're pretty much internal organs that are outside of the body. They're, they're sensitive. Um, you know, it, it, you know, you can't really describe it to, you can't really describe it to a woman. Um, but that, that is why we manspread. So, yes. Okay. Now, you had a point, Layla, about making, uh, you had a point about guys invading in the, in your words, infringing on your space in public. So here's my problem with this. You contradicted yourself right here. Or, or this was intentional and you just didn't realize it. So it came from my own experiences of men infringing on my space in public. Okay. But you made a chair for a woman and pretty much if you if you look at this chair you see that pretty much the chair is just kind of like it's the, it's pretty much the same chair for men and women except you know it's reversed a little bit. That's the only difference I can really once you see it you can see what I mean. But but pretty much for the women's chair, there's a block on the seat that forces the women to open their legs. 
Okay. So if you don't want people infringing on your space, but you make a chair that makes women have to spread their legs, that either that means you just completely contradicted yourself and forgot your point, or you simply don't want men to infringe upon your space, but you don't mind if women do it. That's that's where you've fallen short, Layla. You just you just you simply you know you just you need to understand you just you just just as just as a as a how can I put this? Just as a piece of advice to you, your your invention um I'm not sure how many people it took to invent this, but it just seems—it seems kind of interesting to me that it just took so many people to do this, to make to make this chair. Because this, if you look at the chair, it's not a complex chair. Um, I don't know if it took a whole class. I don't know if it was partnered, if it was partners or groups. I'm not sure how this was supposed to work. But Layla. Your invention contradicts itself. Either you're showing that you are sexist, you're, you're saying that you're sexist, or you or you forgot the point of what you were trying to do. So if I if I if I a man, see here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what you have to understand, Layla. Guys probably are not going guys are not going to buy your chair i as a man if i were to see this chair there's no way i'm going to buy it i'm not i'm not because in a chair you want to be comfortable this chair aside aside from me being forced to close my legs this chair just does not look comfortable because you know it's wood and you know it's just it just doesn't look comfortable it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a stool, but you, you know you just got to look at it. All right. But if I I a man, if I walk into IKEA or you know living spaces or any you know any furniture store, and I see this chair, I'm not going to buy it, and I'm. I'm not going to sit in it either. Or if I am going to sit in it, I'm not going to sit in it in the way you designed me to sit in it. I'm not going to sit with my legs closed because, you know, neurologically, you know, it hurts, you know, it hurts the nerves and, you know, the, you know, the, the parts of the body in between my legs. That that Layla, that's why we manspread. It's not it's not a dominance thing. It's not trying to get into your personal space. It's something that we just that it's a neurological response. It's a neurological response. And there's not there's nothing we can do about it. That's that's one of the things about being a guy. 
you know, girls have, you know, girls have their certain things where, you know, it's just, you know, it comes with the territory of being a girl. In the territory of being a guy, we're going to, we're going to sit with our legs open. We, we do it, we do it all the time and we do it, we, we do it without thinking. It's not because, it's not because we've been told, you know, you have to do it. It's because our body tells us, hey, you know, it just tells us subtly, you know, okay, sitting with your legs closed is uncomfortable. To alleviate that, you know, lack of comfort, you have to spread your legs. That's why we do that. And what what is also frustrating here is that she won an award for this. And, you know, that's kind of my problem with society. In, in our society, we've come to a place where we celebrate people and things and ideas that don't need to be celebrated. This, this, this is not, this is not a genius idea. This is not a genius idea. The way, the way Layla wants, the way Layla envisioned this is not the way it's going to work. There's a little video that you see where, you know, it has some people sitting in these chairs. It has the women. Layla is one of the girls. She sits in, she sits in the female chair. And there are guys sitting in the guys' chairs. The guys, you know, they're sitting there. They look uncomfortable because they are uncomfortable. But they're, they're probably not going to say that because they don't want to get in trouble and be told, oh, you know, you're sexist. And, you know, you're just trying to assert dominance and that's why you want to spread your legs. No. But there's a little bit of a video. And even in one of the videos, there's a guy. It's, it's, cause it's, it's three sets of, three sets of two. Um, man and woman, man and woman, and man and woman. In the final, in the final piece of the video, there's a guy who's sitting in the chair incorrectly with his legs open. I don't even know if they caught that in their own video. But the video's not anything. They're just sitting there in the chairs on the street. It looks really weird because it's like, why would these even be on the street? Why are you on the sidewalk in wooden chairs? But I guess they just think that this is a... I, I, I just, I'm not sure what her thought process was in this. I mean, you want to talk about men infringing on your space in public, but you you make, you you change the design a little bit of the man's chair to make it to where women have to spread their legs. So you're encouraging women to spread their legs, which will infringe on your space, but you don't want, you don't want men to do it. I'm just, I'm just, Layla, I'm just confused. And I, I need, I need to understand what it is that you were thinking. If I, if, you know, if I were in an elevator with her, I would just ask her, about the design. I want to try to explain, I want to try to explain the science behind it because, you know, you, you, that's something you just should know. That's something you should kind of understand. But even if you don't, I wouldn't take that time. But her goal, her goal was to create a discussion and things like this. And this, this is a, this is a big discussion. I, if I were in the elevator with Layla, I'd be like, okay, Layla. Please explain your invention to me. 
because you said you don't want, you said you were tired of men infringing on your space, but you made a, you were tired of your space being infringed upon, but you made a chair to where your space will be infringed upon. Explain, explain that to me. Is it that you just don't want guys to do it? Because that's, that's what it, that's what it appears. And I kind of want to ask her, like, does, does she think that this will actually sell? Cause I, cause I'm, cause I'm going to say something. I can't, I can't see too many people buying this. I can't, I can't think of one guy that would, that would purchase this or just, just, or just anyone who would purchase this design. It, the, these chairs are just flat out uncomfortable. But Layla, we quote unquote manspread because our body tells us to do it. It's, it's, it's a natural, it's a, it's a, it's a response that our body, it just does it. It's like, it's like blinking. It's like breathing. It, it, we, we, we don't even try to do it. We just, we just do it. Our body, our body reacts to it. There's a video that Steven Crowder has. Um, and just, you can probably just type in Steven Crowder man spreading video. And what it is, it's Steven Crowder has, uh, he's like on a bus and he goes to like a park and things like that. And he has a contraption that he asks women to put on over their clothes that, uh, emulates uh, a penis and some, some testicles and they put this on and they then realize why they they eventually they just man they just manspread and they don't even realize that they're doing it they're like oh now i understand why it's a thing like they like they don't like they don't even try to do it their their legs naturally just open so they're so there's so they're more comfortable it's a, it's a very, it's a very interesting video. It's very simplistic. Um, it just, you know, you just, you just have, Layla, you just have to understand. I, I just, I don't think you understand your invention. That, that's, that's where I, that's where I struggle with this. I don't, I'm not sure. I just, I just don't, I don't know what the goal of this is because, because you contradict yourself. I mean, you say it, you say you want to start a discussion. That's perfectly reasonable, but either either you're just a blatant sexist, or you're or you're or you're being blatantly sexist. You're you're committing a I'll say you're committing a sexist act, and you don't you just don't realize it, or 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 or, or some other option. But I, I ask you, I ask you this, Layla. Have you asked the guys that you worked with? Ask them for their honest opinion. What I want, what, Layla, what I would encourage you to do, have guys sit in, sit in your chair, time them. See how long it takes them to begin to manspread. See, see how long it takes it. It, it'll probably be less than 10 seconds.
I just, I, I just, I'm not, I just, I don't know, Layla, I, I don't know what you were trying to do, you know, you know, you, you appear to be a nice, good looking young girl, you know, a lot of promise, you just, you just, you know, I hope you do well in, you know, architecture and design or, you know, whatever you choose to do in life, but this isn't the move. This just, you may, you may have won an award for this and that was just because really of what you named the, the thing. And not really because of the function of it. Because I guarantee you, if you showed this to a thousand guys, if you at, and you asked them, how many of you guys would sit in this chair? If you showed, if you take a guy and just sit him in the chair the way it's supposed to be sat in, take a picture of that and show it to a thousand guys and ask them, would you sit, you know, would you buy this chair? I ask you how many how many yeses you actually think you would get. I don't believe you consulted a guy. Or the guys you did consult did not tell you the truth. I I just this I'm telling you, just I'm gonna when I do the Instagram post, I'm going to post a picture of these chairs so you guys can actually see what I'm talking about. These chairs, or at least the man's chair, for what Layla designed it to be is impractical. It's not going to work. Guys, guys, you can use the chair, but you're not going to sit in it in the way that she designed it to. That she designed it to be sat in. And it may frustrate her, but, uh, you know... Layla, I don't, I don't know how many, I don't know how many guy friends you have or guy acquaintances you have. I would just, you know, you know, go ask your father or brothers if you have them or, you know, male cousins or just male acquaintances or just, just males in your life and just ask them why they manspread. Just ask them. I, that that that's that's really the best the really the best advice I have for you. You know, I I hope I hope your future in design goes well. I hope you know, you know, I I I want the best for you. I want you know I want you to succeed in in whatever it is you do. But Layla, this is just not the move. Okay, my next story. It was just a matter of time before we got to this story. Just a matter of time. And, you know, this, this kind of brings me joy, but it, I, I, I'll say this. I'm contradicted in how to feel and when I think about this story. Because I want to see people do well. I want to see people, I want to see people do well. You know, but right here, you know, let me just, let me just say what this is about. So, Big Baller Brand. You, you've probably heard of it, you know, BBB, Triple B, um, you know, they, there's a business where they, the original business model was to sell grossly, grossly overpriced Poorly designed 
shoes. And, they, you know, they had shirts and hats and things like that. Um, gear for the entire family. But, you know, you have this situation where this business model is has now failed. Big Baller Brand is, is on its last line of hope. You know, Lavar Lavar is a big talker. And I can I can kind of understand. You know, I'll say this. You I think I've mentioned this before. You guys know I don't really like UFC. I like watching the action. I don't like the press conferences. My issue is when people just they talk. You know, they they do a lot of talk, a lot of talk, and they say all the things that they're gonna do, and it's just like, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, I get it. It's part of the sport. You know, you got to kind of sell the fight and all that. You got to bring up some hype. Um, but overall, this, it's, this is just, this is just ridiculous. Let me, let me just read this article to you. LeVar Ball's big baller brand seemingly just hit rock bottom. LeVar Ball's big baller brand debuted in 2017, selling basketball sneakers for $4.95. Or $9.95 for a pair autographed by his son Lonzo. Now, in case you ha- in case you aren't familiar with shoes, um, just you know, shoes for basketball. There is no signature shoe by any player that costs $4.95. Kobe, Jordan. Lillard, Harden, KD, Steph, big names in the sport. Never has has anyone had their the price for their shoes that high. And these are all guys who have proven themselves. LeVar Ball thought it would be good to be so interesting and just so outlandish. That he said, I'm going to take my son, who is mediocre at best. Mediocre at best. And I'm going, you know, we're going to make some shoes that's going to be, you know, kind of the signature signature shoes of my family. And, you know, we're going to sell them for $495. Lonzo Ball, currently... Has played 99 games in his NBA career. 99 games. He has not even played 100 games because this man can't stay healthy and stay on the court. He is unproven. His shot is whack. Can't hit free throws. The only thing I could say he has is court vision and he's, he's pretty good at defense. But he's a very, very average and forgettable player. But they decided to sell, you know, overpriced gear from a garbage brand. And this business, they had so many problems. They they just, it was just, let, let me just keep reading the article and then I'll, I'll get into it. I'm going to rant on this if i if i keep going 
The price was obviously too high, reflecting perhaps an inflated sense of self-worth by the owner. But now that Big Baller brand is on its last legs, it is practically giving its merchandise away. A tweet Sunday from LA Sports Radio shows just how far the brand has fallen. It had a booth at a local volleyball tournament in Los Angeles, where its wares were being sold for next to nothing. The tweet says, "Big Baller." This is by LA Sports Radio at LA Sports Radio. Big Baller brand went from selling fifty dollars T-shirts to selling them for five dollars at local volleyball tournaments. Five dollar, five dollar shirts. This in the Bible it says pride comes before the fall. Pride, you know, pride comes before destruction, a haughty spirit before the fall. They were Lavar Ball was one of the most. He he just bloviated so much, and he was just so. Prideful, and he had an overinflated ego, and he he saw his sons as these amazing athletes who really are not amazing. They're 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 okay. Lonzo is okay. I mean, he's he's good in terms of the fact that he's in the NBA. When you make the NBA, you're good. You are good. You are the top one percent of one percent in the world. Okay. But in terms of the NBA, like, you're forgettable. You're easily forgettable. Okay, LiAngelo, you know, he's not going to make the NBA. Uh, he was, you took him out of UCLA, which was an idiotic move. And you had him playing Lithuania, where he was decent. And really playing against a bunch of nobodies, because no, there's nothing in Lithuania. And you had the youngest son, Melo, Lamelo. You pulled him out of high school to go play in Lithuania as well to be pro. That blows up in your face. You bring him back to the states, and not not to mention Leangelo, you know, stealing in China, which was one of the most idiotic things I've ever heard of. It's, it's just you know. It's just this this was bound to happen. Lonzo in the league is a nobody. Leangelo is a nobody. Lamelo, we I I have no high expectations for him. People talk about, oh, you know, he's killing it and killing it. He killed it in high school. You know, he's gonna go to, you know, whatever he's gonna do, he's gonna kill it. I have no expectations for Lamelo. I don't care what people are doing. See, here's the thing. People, I don't care what people do in high school, college, or overseas. I care about what you do in the NBA. The NBA is the premier, is the agreed upon premier league in the world. I care about what you do there. I don't care about what you, you know, what people do at Duke or Kentucky or, you know, playing over in Spain or playing in Australia. I don't care. What matters is when you get to the NBA. Lamelo, I'm completely indifferent about. I I have I have no clue what he's gonna do. I think he'll be a media. I think someone will draft him, and I think he'll be a mediocre player at best, like his brother. But this this was bound to happen. 
See, you overinflate yourself, overinflate, overinflate, overinflate. And when you keep inflating yourself, eventually it's going to pop. I mean, I mean, this, this is just a crying shame. A crying shame. Five, $5 shirts. $5 shirts. That's, that's like, that's, that's, that's like a yard sale. That's like, that's like a yard sale. This, this, this was just, it, it just, oh, just pathetic. And, and here's the thing. If you wanted the whole kitten caboodle, which in case you guys don't know what that means, it means pretty much a whole package, a whole deal, a t-shirt, a hoodie, socks, and those grossly disgusting overpriced shoes, that whole package is now a hundred bucks. The hats are five dollars. A five, a five dollar hat. Where are you going to find a five dollar hat? Big Baller Brand is on its last leg. I'm just, I'm when, here's the thing. Here's what people need to understand. Most businesses fail. That's the first thing you learn in Business 101. Your business statistically is more likely to fail than to succeed. So 80% of businesses fail and then some are just making ends meet. Okay, that's many more businesses. Very few, you know, actually gain profit. I mean, this this was just bound to happen. This is just so, so, so embarrassing. Just, just, just absolutely embarrassing. This this company has just had one problem after another. But you really have to search to find this merchandise because it's not available on the BBB website, which is quote unquote under under construction. But this website has been inoperative inoperative for months now. The brand took a major hit this spring when Lonzo Ball, now on the New Orleans Pelicans, filed a two million dollar lawsuit against his father's business partner, Alan Foster. The suit alleges that Foster conspired to embezzle millions of dollars and then divert those funds for his personal use, including to acquire assets in Ethiopia. Now, let me just say something about this Alan Foster guy. This guy used to be, he used to be in prison. He, He was in prison. Okay... That obviously was not the best move. I can understand that you can tr- you you know you try to trust people and things like that, but there are just certain things where it's like you know. I want to say I want to say it was for it was for some kind of fraud that Alan Foster did, and Lavar was just so brilliant. He put the guy who had a history of fraud. He put him in charge of the money of the company. I don't think you can get any dumber than that. I I, I don't think so. 
Lonzo Ball is a 51% owner in the company. But it appears he's done with it. In March, which is kind of when this whole thing kind of happened. It was like February, March, where, you know, this investigation started. In March, he had his big baller brand tattoo inked over with dice. And that tattoo wasn't even good looking. Okay. So, so if you want some big baller merch, you better get it soon because it probably won't be around much longer. And this was on the Western Journal. And, uh, it was written by Dave Kowaleski. And th- this isn't even to mention the problems of, to mention the problems that, uh, Big Brawler brand had. There were people who were not getting, they would put orders in online and they were not getting the things that they had ordered. And these shoes, if you look at unboxing videos on YouTube, these shoes are ugly. Like they're, like they're ugly. I wouldn't give the, I wouldn't give those shoes to my worst enemy. I mean, they're, they're really, they're really ugly and disgusting. They're eyesores. But this, this company was mired. They were mired in problems. People were getting the wrong sizes. People just flat out getting the wrong products. People, you know, sending money and getting nothing in return. Some people would wait weeks or even months to get their stuff. People, people just blindly just put their trust in this company due to some hype by a bloviating dad of decent high school level kids. Or good, I should say. They were, they, they were good in high school. I'll give them that. But this, this big baller brand, it was doomed from the beginning. I remember talking to my dad during this time when it was coming up because, you know, I was getting ready for my graduation and things like that. You know, the year was kind of winding down. So it was, you know, really good. And, you know, big baller brand was talking, you know, they had LeVar on, on some, you know, interview and I was just, they were kind of talking about the product and things like that. I was like, I told my dad, I was like, this is going to blow up in his face. I called this. I called this. I, this, this was bound to fail from the very beginning. When you are give when you are giving a, sh- when you're just hats, I want someone anywhere to show me Where you can get a hat for five bucks. A nice good looking hat for five bucks. I, 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 I would, I want to be informed about where those places are. Five dollars, five dollar sh- shirts. And then you have these, the shoes that were originally priced at four ninety five. Okay. Four ninety five. For just, for just regular unautographed shoes. For me to pay that much for shoes, they would have to be autographed by Jesus himself. And they would, they'd have to like, you know, cure cancer and make me to be able to jump as high as I wanted to or run as fast as I wanted to. That's the only reason I can see myself paying that much money for shoes. This, this is just, 
it was it was doomed from the beginning. This comp this big baller brand is done. They're done. They they were just mired with problems. You know you know their show, uh, Ball in the Family on Facebook. I don't even know if they I don't even know if they still make episodes. I used to watch the show and I thought it was I thought it was kind of interesting. I watched the first season. Uh, I watched the entire first season, you know, in one day. Because I was like, you know what, let me just see. Because I didn't really like the fan, I didn't really like LeVar. LeVar was just so annoying to me. It was just like, man, and then people just kept talking about him, talking about him, and talking about him. And see, I'm one of those people where like, if I, if I don't, if I don't care about something, I'm just, I'm just not going to talk about it. But there are people who, you know, LeVar Ball is like is kind of like a car chase, you know. He's dangerous, but you you know, you gotta have the camera on it. But this this big ball of brain was doomed from the beginning. Five dollar shirts. Five five dollar hats. I I I this this was over from the beginning. It was over from the beginning. This this had no there was no chance that this was going to succeed. The minute I heard the minute I heard that the shoes would sell for four ninety five, I said I I knew it was over. Cause Lavar's plan was to pretty much he wanted to buy he wanted he wanted people to buy shoes of a guy at the time who had played zero minutes in the NBA when when this when this first began he had played zero minutes Lonzo had played zero minutes he had not stepped onto an NBA floor he had not he had not even put on the Lakers uniform yet four hundred and ninety five dollars for basketball sneakers by that by that family's company he Lonzo was an unproven commodity you because see here's the thing here's the thing there were some people who bonded to the hype and they said you know I'm gonna buy a pair and they went through with it but here's the thing eventually Lonzo's gonna get on the court and what most people do is like okay you know what I may you know you know, I may buy these shoes. I might buy these shoes. But I need to see what he does on the court. That that that's what you that's what you would need first. Because I'm looking at this whole situation. Jordan Jordan is Michael Jordan is filthy rich. One of the, he's the goat, in my opinion, he's the goat of the nineties. Because I told you guys I don't have one goat. Of the league, I have a goat by decade, okay. But this, but with this whole situation, Jordan he doesn't have shoes that are that high. LeBron, Kobe, any superstar with the, with the with the signature shoe, it doesn't it doesn't happen. They're not priced at four ninety five, and then. For pretty much double the price. Double the price. Now. 
you 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 get a pair of those shoes autographed by Lonzo. So pretty much here here's what I'm saying. It's four hundred and four hundred ninety five dollars for the shoes. Two objects that go on your feet, and you're paying if you want an autograph, you pay an additional five hundred dollars for Lonzo Ball's autograph. That was that was their business plan. What an absolute disaster. What just what an absolute disaster. You know, he he hadn't they had an idea. I I don't know who advises Lavar. I know according to Lavar, Allen was one of them. That you know, I just Lavar, he just seems pretty stupid to me overall. Because because you overpriced your product that does not look good. I mean, if you the research and development of that shoe, I don't know how much went into that. Um but I mean you you put a guy whose past is very, very questionable, who is in prison for fraud, you put him as like your top advisor, and he pretty much runs the company. Okay? Yeah, that's that's I don't even know how many red flags that is. That's like more than one red flag. Okay? Now your son, he has he has played he played zero minutes in the league at the time. Zero minutes. Just understand, Lonzo at the time had not even been drafted. He hadn't even been drafted when when these shoes were this were at this price. The only thing Lavar, I would say, the only thing I give him credit for is he knows how to market. He's very good at that. He knows how to get in front of the camera. He knows how to get people's attention. He knows how to hold their attention. Most of the things he says, I think, I think, you know, he just talks and he says these outlandish things. You know, people sometimes, some people find it funny. Some people find it, you know, annoying. But, you know, it is what it is. He, LeVar knows how to market. I'll give him credit for that. Outside of that, I really have nothing to say. I really have nothing to say to him. Nothing positive to say about him. You know, his wife, his wife, uh, Tina, you know, she suffered, she suffered a stroke and, you know, you know, you kind of, you kind of watch her do the show. You kind of watch her progress. You know, she gets better. You know, I'm hoping she gets better. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the family. But, you know, I tell, like I told you guys with the WNBA episode, I want to, I want to see people do well. I want to see their businesses succeed. I want to see, you know, generational prosperity in, you know, for everyone. But I understand that that's not a real, that's not a possible reality. Everyone, everyone cannot succeed. There are going to be winners and there are going to be losers. There are going to be people who succeed. There are going to be there are going to be people who failed. This was doomed from day zero. 
day zero. And there were people talking to LeVar. It was on uh, Undisputed. Shannon Sharp and uh, Skip Bayless, they were talking about theory like, LeVar, how did you come to this price of four ninety five? Because that's what people just kept talking about. It's like, like you're charging people almost 500, you're charging people 500 plus dollars, in, you know, with tax included for, for shoes that, that are not good looking. And they're going to be the signature shoe of a kid who we've never, who has never played on an NBA floor before. We have no idea if he's going to be a Kwame Brown. We don't know if he's going to be a Michael Jordan. We don't know if he's going to be a Kobe Bryant. We don't know if he's going to be an Anthony Bennett. We don't know if he's going to be, you know, we don't, we don't know what he's going to be. And you, you have this price at 500, a person will end up paying $500 plus. And you didn't, you, and LeVar didn't, the logistics weren't even in order. People would buy things and they wouldn't get what they, they wouldn't get what they what they asked for I'm going to give you this much money and you you know I have to wait months months for the shoes I have to wait or, or whatever or whatever or whatever it is I buy and then I send or I send you money I get a package back this isn't what I ordered what is this 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 has you know I wanted I wanted a hoodie and some sneakers, and I got hats and socks. This is not what I ordered, LeVar. You didn't even have the logistics right. I, I, I have, I just, I don't, I don't know what can be said. I don't know what can be said about this. Anything positive. I, you know, you know, pride comes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. You just you you got you, Lavar. I I hope you learn from this. Um, I don't know what state the family is in after the whole Alan Foster issue. Um, I can't I can't imagine that they're on good terms. Um, because I I look at it this way: if I'm Lonzo, my dad hires. A guy with a very questionable past to run the company, and then pretty soon I find two million two million dollars of mine are missing. Two million dollars that should be in my account, or that I that I should have in my assets, is missing and unaccounted for. Oh no! Oh, and 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 there are players. There's a player named Kevin Garnett. If you don't know who that is, he's a he was an incredible trash talker and an incredible player. He played a lot of his career with the Minnesota Timberwolves and then finally won with the Boston Celtics and just just a really great guy. He once had seventy five million stolen from him. Seven seventy five million dollars stolen from his account. I I don't even I I. I don't even know what I would do. I I don't even know what I would do. I don't know how mad I would be. But with Lonzo, you know, $2 million, $2 million is a lot of money. 
but my my dad decides to hire a guy who you you could have picked I mean, you really picked one of the worst possible people in your circle. You picked a guy who has been in prison. Prison. For fraud. And you put him in charge of the money? I understand you think people can change. But it's like, is there anything, is there any other position that you could put him in? Maybe you can put him in charge of security. Maybe you can put him in charge of transportation. Don't put him in charge of finances. There's no way I could do that. If I have if I have a lot of businesses and things like that, and I come across a guy who I meet one day who had come out of prison for financial for financial negative financial reasons, there's no chance I'm putting him in charge of my money. There's no chance. There is absolutely no chance. It I can't even imagine me being, you know, me living a life and having businesses and things like that where I'm not in charge of the finances. I I would be the only one who can write a check for anything in all, in all of that. There there's no way, there's just no Lavar Ball. You took one of the worst It's like you had options A through Z. You picked you said A, no, B, no, C, no, D, no, E, no. You get to option Z and you say yes. Or your option A is the guy who should be your option Z. I, I just, I, I, I cannot comprehend the stupidity, the idiocy, and just, just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they learn from this. I'm hoping they learn from this. Uh, this company is going to go bankrupt and it's just a matter of time. And, uh, we'll see what other bright ideas LeVar has. Cause let me tell you something. Many of his ideas have been bad. They've, they've been bad. You pull your son out of UCLA because because you don't like the decision they made for punishing him on for stealing for stealing something in a foreign country. You don't you don't mess with China, okay? China takes crime very 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 seriously. I mean. I mean, they, they don't, they don't mess around over there. Okay. Your son isn't, your son is at UCLA. Even if he's suspended, he's getting a fantastic education. Fantastic education. And then you take your son, who's in high school, Chino Hills, good community. Uh, you know, I went to Glen, I went to Glendora High. I'm very familiar with Chino Hills in that area. Um, nice, good looking school. You pull him from there and you go to Lithuania. Lithuania, which I want to say has like a population of like 1.2 million people, I think. It's like in the it's like in the middle of nowhere. It's super cold. It, it just no, no. 
LeVar does not have good ideas. He talks a lot, and he has a lot of ideas, but many of them don't work. They don't pan out. I, you know, this, this was just doomed from the very beginning. From the very beginning, that this was over. You know, we'll we'll see what happens here, but um, Big Baller Brand is now just inches above. You know, or they they're, they're just seconds away from, you know, sinking to the bottom of the ocean.